Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I hope that you're not salty with me (laughs) about last week uh, and splitting this book into two. I didn't mean to. It's just taken me way longer to get through all of these details because I feel like they are all very much needed. And I didn't want to skim like I really didn't. I really want everyone to know all about this book because there are just so many twists and turns. And so I'm going to get started. Um, We left off where Isla was talking to Celeste, who is um, the starling leader, and Isla is the wildling leader uh, or ruler. And Isla is telling her, like, hey, I know where the bond breaker is, and I have a plan for us to use it, but not only us. Like, let's bring Grimm into our original plan. Let's split the blood cost. Um... And Celeste is like, okay, I'll get the bond breaker, um, and, like, we got to heal ourselves just in case something were to happen so no one becomes suspicious. So Isla actually goes to Grimm to talk to him about um, this whole plan. And she tells Grimm, hey, Oro's told me that he's actually going to kill you to end the curses. Like, Celeste and I know each other, if you if he didn't know already like we have an ancient relic that will help the three of us like we're going to break our bonds tonight and then we're going to have to run and he just kind of looks at her and he shakes his head and he's like your heart it doesn't belong to you and she's like what like something about that word something about that phrase and how he said it and he asks her will you ever will you ever forgive me she's like what are you talking about and he's like you asked me just minutes ago if I trusted you when you should have asked if you could trust me what what are you talking about so she's been having these dreams kind of these spicy dreams about Grimm and she had asked him at one point like hey are you controlling my dreams are you in my dreams and he's like no But he tells her, your dreams, the one that you've asked me about, they're not dreams. They're memories. He tells her, you appeared in my castle a year ago, and you returned several times using the nightshade relic. And she's like, what are you talking about, nightshade relic? And she's like, this is from Starling. He's like, yeah, you have. You just don't remember. I had to take away your memories, all the ones with me in them. Like, that star stick is nightshade. She's like so baffled, of course, because he's just telling her of things that she's done that she doesn't remember. He's like, where do you think you were before you portaled back to your room for the centennial? Which remember at the very beginning of last episode, it says that she had stepped into like the the stars or whatever. Um, And she remembers arriving at that room through the puddle of stars right before Tara and Poppy had entered. But she didn't remember where she had been. So she was like shook and she sees Celeste um, out of the corner of of her eye and she whispers now and Celeste stuck the needle into her own hand. Isla is about to stick the other end into hers and Grimm yells like, no, 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 please don't do it. But they do. And so Isla turns to Celeste and her friend's eyes are changing. They're darker, they're deep silver, more instead of a gray, and she's grinning, like, really evilly. Isla has a weird feeling. She's like, this bond breaker is taking something from me and giving it to Celeste, like, something important, like, I can feel it. Once it's done, Celeste, like, opens her palm, and there are six droplets, like, one sizzled, one floated, one burst, 
One became dark as ink. One froze. One hit the ground and bloomed into a crimson rose. And it basically is Celeste Blood contained these abilities from all six realms, which was impossible. And so she's turning into someone that Isla doesn't know. Like So then Celeste turns to the king, which he shows up. He's trying to help. She turns to the king. She has them bound, Grim and the king bound. And she's like, it was torture, wasn't it? Like trying to fight it, believing yourself under her spell, not knowing that she actually had no wildling powers to begin with until she told you her secret. She's like, she turns to Isla and she's like, to think they handed over all this power to you and now you've given it to me, which I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, She tells Isla, like, there was no bond breaker, little bird. She calls her little bird. Uh, this is a bond maker. The only enchanted device that allows a transfer of ability. So basically it was created for the Sunling King uh, to shift their powers to their heirs without anyone having to die. Celeste starts to transform and she has a different face now. She's a different person. And that's when the king looks at her and his, he, his face like pales and he says, Aurora. Isla knew that name, the starling ruler who had died the day the curses had been cast, which was Oro's brother. The one who had been sent to marry King Egan was Aurora. The brother was supposed to marry Aurora, but he fell in love with someone else with Aurora's best friend, who was Isla's ancestor. (gasps) Isn't that crazy? (sighs) Okay, so it was right before the curses, and Aurora, I guess, had met Grimm, and she knew that he was kind of infatuated with her. And she said, okay, in order to have me, like, you need to give me the most beautiful flower on the island. And she knew of one that had bloomed on the remnants of Night Isle just weeks prior. And so Grimm brought it, and it was actually the heart of Lightlark. So Grimm unknowingly unlocked the heart for her to use, but... Because she, like Aurora, hadn't found the heart herself, she couldn't wield it effectively. Um, So instead, she cursed all the realms without really meaning to, even her own. Only her, as like the curse's creator, was left unmarred. So all the rulers died during the curses um, because they thought that they could, um, like, they... So basically, all the rulers had died in order to get a prophecy on how their heirs could break this rule later on, you know. Um, So with all the rulers dead except for her, she would have been like a prime suspect. So she faked her death, Aurora faked her death with a nightshade illusion using the heart. Um, And that's when she formed the Starling Newland. So she forbade attendance in the castle. Uh, She basically led from afar, keeping secrets um, were pretty easy, obviously, when everyone dies at 25, and so she just became a new starling ruler every centennial while biding her own time, planning and waiting, um, because she wanted to rule all six realms now. And so years ago, um, one of Grimm's like, powerful, pretty curious generals stole one of his relics. He met a beautiful wildling, and though it was like forbidden, of course, um, they fell in love. So the nightshade general was pretty powerful that he thought he could subdue the wildlings curse which he did um, long enough for Isla to be born and so Aurora is like looking over her at her and she's like so not only are you wildling but you're also nightshade 
And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I have no powers. And she's like, no, no, no. On the contrary, like, you're very powerful. Your wildling abilities have simply been cloaked by your nightshade powers, basically made an invisible, unusable, unless a skilled nightshade should untangle them. And that's when she turned to Grimm and said, and that was when he became my accomplice. And because Grimm knew who she was he knew who aurora was and i guess people's emotions have colors and so celeste had the same shade as aurora's so he figured out um her identity right away i don't know why they had the same aura or the same emotion i don't know um but he knew who she was and so aurora presented him with a plan that would kill the king without dooming everyone on the island it would break the curse and it would give him control of Lightlark. So that's when um, Grimm turns to Isla and says, you know, in order to break the curses and fulfill the prophecy, the original offense had to be repeated. So you had to make Oral fall in love with you, but we were already in love. You would have refused. So I had to take the memory of, of us together away, which is a big thing, I guess. So Grimm and Isla were in love, but we don't know their love story. We don't know their history. We don't know the memories that she forgot. I was like, uh, I want to know that, please. Like, <laughs> obviously, he betrays her. Like, I need to know the backstory of all of this. And Celeste is like, or Aurora, I guess now, said, okay, so not only you found the bond maker for me, but you also gave me all six powers at once. So, <laughs> uh, sucks to suck. Um, and Aurora had actually killed Juniper after he wrote them, um, knowing about who had spun the curses. So, not Cleo, and Azul must have also figured out that Celeste was Aurora and tried to stop her. And so they kind of, like, start to attack each other, like Isla and Aurora, and that's when Isla takes out her, like, star stick and jumps through her puddle of stars. So she goes to see her guardians because she has something in the back of her mind, and so she sees her guardians, and she's like, you knew, both of you. You knew I had power, didn't you? Celeste slash Aurora had called Isla a name that only her guardians had used, which was Little Bird. And that's when Isla actually realized that the Starling's plot, like, required help, people from the inside. And so sh when she goes to, like, her guardians, uh, she's like, you killed them, didn't you? And that's when she thinks about what the Oracle said, like, lies and liars all around you. And her guardians are like, we did it for you. The starling ruler gave us a choice. Kill your mother and her lover so that their power would transfer to you in time for the next centennial and raise you to be able to seduce the king one day. Or she would kill the entire wildling line and end our realm. So she demanded we convince you that you weren't born with ability so that you wouldn't ever try to use it. She said it was dangerous, the mix of power, that it could kill you. So, of course, she's super mad. And she goes and suits up with all her armor that she has at home. And then she goes back and to the place of Mir and fights Aurora uh, while Grimm and Oro are bound, basically. So she is getting, like, pretty close to beating Aurora. And um, she gets injured. And that's when Grimm is like, your heart, like, your heart. And she starts to, like, feel her heart. She has this big scar where she was pierced by the arrow. And she starts to feel power in its, like, purest form where the heart had healed her. And she goes back to what he, what Grimm said earlier, like, the heart does not belong to you. Like, 
she misunderstood his words then, but now she did. So she was able to like outstretch her arm and there was like the sunlight coming through the glass and um, the heart came into her palm um, and she glowed. And somehow she was able to grab like the bond maker and she stuck it like a sharp end into her palm and then the other into her best friend's heart um, because she was able to kind of like defeat Celeste slash Aurora. And so the original offense was committed again, a ruler of realm killing her best friend in cold blood. A ruling line came to an end and one of six won and the world exploded basically. So those were like all of the, the different requirements to break the curses. The earth kind of like shattered uh, it broke in two, and so she started to fall um, into, like, this crack, and someone saved her, and it was, like, this this root, and sh- it was, like, wildling power, which she's like, um, what? This wasn't me wielding it, and we find out love on Lightlark is a dangerous thing. Someone she loved was using her abilities, and we've, I don't know if we learned that at the beginning or sometime during this book, we learned that love was dangerous because once you were in love with someone they could use your powers and so when she gets out of the hole guess who used her powers oro oro was wielding isla's power oro had been her true partner through the centennial i was just shook because i was like oh maybe grim but it wasn't grim it was oro and i kind of love that like, I, I loved him after knowing that he didn't actually, like, betray her. Um, so, of course, Isla is very, very upset. Um, she has all these powers now. Celeste is dead. She wasn't really Celeste anyways. And so Isla hasn't really emerged from her room. Like, she is only returned to the wildling realm, w- the wildling realm once to inject, like, her power into the ground, saving her people. But, yeah, her best and only friend wasn't really her friend at all. Uh, Grim, a year's worth of forgotten memories, some she remembered, so there was that betrayal. But also using the bond maker, she returned each ruler's power because I guess when it's used, um, that, oh, I forgot, that's what the love thing meant, is that because Oro and Grim loved her, she had their powers and so when she was pricked with the bond maker that's how celeste was able to get all of the powers from them because they were in isla i remember now okay that makes sense so then isla returns each ruler's power and that's also when aura was like you know what the moment i knew i loved you uh, was when the arrow went through your heart and i might as well have it have gone through mine and they don't kiss or anything or they don't really get together or anything like that but we know that he loves her and so they are walking through the place of mirrors and that's when she realizes something that the only thing that connected her to her ancestors and the only important object that had survived the centuries was her crown and so she goes to the back of the place of the mirrors do you remember that keyhole that we talked about she places the crown into the hole and it turns just the way a key would and she pulls the door open and that's all we know that's the end of the episode there that's the end of the book i mean obviously the end of the episode too uh yeah kind of crazy what do you think where it's like kind of wrapped up 
because like Celeste and Aurora are dead. And so they have the powers, they broke the curses, but also we don't know the background of her and Grimm. We don't know what her and Oro are going to go through. We don't know basically what, uh, what's going to happen when she opens the door. What is behind those doors? Uh, I want to know the history of the wildlings. I want to know how the island came to be. I want to know it all. And I hope the next book answers that. But I don't think there's been any announcement of any second book. So it's probably going to be a while or it's really going to be a surprise. But I apologize for making you wait for this episode. I hope it was everything you wanted and answered all of your questions. I definitely recommend this book. And I feel like I have just been talking forever. Um, But yeah, I basically spoiled the whole book. And I hope you loved it. Because this is like whole thing has been a really long time. And I usually don't do episodes this long, like cutting it in two. That's like unheard of. So I hope it was worth it. Um, I currently am reading, uh, rereading The Serpent and the Wing, I think it's called. The one that's been going like crazy all over TikTok right now. Um, Let's see what it's called. Uh, The Serpent and the Wings of Night. So it's by Carissa Broadbend. So I remember kind of talking about it and I liked it. But something about the end, I can't remember what it was, but made me really not like the main male character. I can't remember. So that's why I'm rereading it so I can do an episode on it and we can talk about it. And I know that most everyone is obsessed with it and loved it. But yeah, I remember that there was something that I just did not like. And so I did not like the book. So we're going to talk about it. So stay tuned for that episode. Hopefully it'll be next week. And, um, yeah, we'll just uh, go from there. But I'm grateful for everyone. Uh, Thanks for sticking with me. And, yeah, we'll just uh, keep trucking. Let me know your favorite books. Let me know what you want me to read. Let me know what you want to talk about. Like, let's talk more about books. Like, I love telling you about books, but let's just talk about them in general. I feel like I need uh, the husband on another episode so that we can talk some more. Anyways, grateful for you. Follow me on all the social medias. Find me in a book podcast, and I will talk to you next week. (laughs) 